0: Hello, this is Jeff with the Reincarnation Podcast with Brad Bisnett. We are here with Pete Dove of Dove Racing. Welcome, Pete. Thanks for joining us.
1: Welcome to you, Jeff. Thank you, too.
0: How about if you just give us a, a little uh, summary of what you got going on down there, Pete? What do you guys do at Dove Racing?
1: Well, uh, Dove Racing is the U.S. Re- representative for... Uh, exo sports cars in in the UK we have been uh, in this role for the last uh, since 2008 and uh, we're not a big company Um, we market all the cars that uh, exo sports cars uh, build which are the Rocket, the Classic Rocket the Rocket 2, the Exobusa the Trake the extra tech and a, and a couple of others as well. And uh, we've sold probably about 50 kits or so in the US. Uh, and we offer them uh, for people to build themselves or um, as rolling chassis or as turnkeys.
0: So you do all three? Uh, they can build it themselves, yes. rolling chassis, or a turnkey car?
1: Yes. Yes, indeed.
0: Okay. So, if you want like a turnkey car, they're just going to come to you, and, and do you spec that out for them, or they can spec it out? I, I see you have a few different engine choices depending on what's going on.
1: Yeah, depending on the kit, what what we do is offer the clients what choices they can have, and they pretty much decide, uh, you know, which engine uh, and, and transmission that they they want, and we will. There are a number of options that are included in the kits, and so therefore we go through with the client to, for him to specify exactly what he wants.
0: Is it kind of an even distribution as far as who's deciding they want to build their own versus what you're building as either a roller or a, a finished car?
1: Uh, I think it's probably about even, I'd say, from the roller and turnkeys to the uh, number of kits that people buy. If I Obviously, want to build one
0: of these myself, and I decide to go the kit route, I mean, what all, What does that entail? I mean, do I need a donor? Does it come with an exoskeleton already welded together? I mean, like, why don't you just go through that for us?
1: Well, the, all our kits are designed to work with a donor a vehicle of some sort. In the case of the rocket, uh, it's or the rocket two, that's going to be uh, usually a Ford Focus uh and um you know r- r- ranging from from 2000 to 2004 for the SVTs um and the ZX uh to the um, um more modern EcoBoost type um if you in answer to your question you would buy the kit which would comprise the frame the suspension pieces the steering rack Um, a number of other components uh, with the brakes and things that you'll need to get from the donor, the computer, the wiring harness, engine wiring harness, and sometimes the wheels. And between the kit and the donor, um, you'll have enough uh, to be able to make the uh, to, to complete to, the to kit, build
0: a rocket or a rocket too Pretty So you much. said specifically yeah, don- what you're uh, stealing from the donors is the brakes, the harness, the engine, and sometimes the wheels. The rest is is
1: part of the kit. Yes, the kits are are, are very well designed uh, frames that uh, TIG welding uh, TIG welded. Uh, they are designed uh, with an engineering background uh, to calculate the stresses and the and the uh, torque, uh, so they're very well designed, and uh, uh, they they are designed to so that the um, engines um, can be just dropped in. Essentially, all of the cars used for the donors in in the uh, rocket and, and rocket two uh, concepts. The uh, the, the engines are transversely mounted power plants, engine and transmission, which are taken out of the donor and dropped in in the rear. All our cars are mid, uh, mid-engined, all, all are mid-engined.
0: I I think that one of the neat things about the exoskeleton car is, first of all, the the mid-engine is a a neat idea. It it changes the distribution of your weight. Number two is just weight in general. I mean, you're shaving, it's got to be hundreds, if not a thousand pounds off of a typical car. Do you think that's what the appeal is to most of the people who who choose to go this route?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, The the frames typically for the rocket and the uh, and, and the rocket two are about 1300 pounds versus a car which the donor came with the engine came out of was over 3000 3200 pounds so it's a lot less weight the power to weight ratio is very important um, and uh, a point that I was just me- me- making to uh, to Brad yesterday that you can overpower these cars um, everything is about power weight ratio, and you know a good uh, uh, a good medium we find is about 200 horsepower for the uh, uh, for the rocket and, the, and, and and the rocket classic and the rocket 2 we also have uh, you know the exebusa and the trike and the exotech well the trike and the exebusa they have bike engines super bike engines yeah
0: they use a yamaha r1 engine i think i read is that correct yeah.
1: Yamaha R1 and also the Hayabusa, Hayabusa as well. But the, those, you know, the R1's 180 horsepower, the Hayabusa's 200, so it's similar power-to-weight ratio all around. The, the Exabusa and the Trika lighter than the, the Rocket, but still we're, we're talking some substantial, very high power-to-weight ratio. When you
0: say you can overpower these cars, I guess... That's just, that's just not the American way. There's no, such, you know, there's no such thing. Most people think, I guess explain what you mean by you can overpower them. What are you, what are you risking there? Just, they're not built for that engineering-wise, or just there's no substantial performance increase?
1: Well, first of all, the chassis are designed to take up to 300 horsepower, no problem, or more. Uh, the problem is that these cars are really designed for road racing, uh, I mean, obviously, you can get them street registered and drive them on the street. But for road racing, uh, you, you're talking handling and going around corners uh, as opposed to drag racing where you're going in a straight line. Right. I mean, and, you know, it's a matter of putting the power to the, to the, to the street. Um, if you go with wider wheels, uh, yeah, you can make them hook up and, and get higher horsepower. But the problem is that if you're road racing, you're trying to keep the um, rotating mass down to a minimum. And if you put wider r- wheels, it'll just mess up all the handling. Sure. You should follow what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, so I mean these are, these are strategically built for a purpose, which is why you want to keep the, the 200 horsepower is plenty and keep the power and weight low, and it's a great handling car for, for track day.
1: So typically, you know, the power to weight ratio that we have is about five. And if you look around and see, you know, other sports cars, you're in sort of the Lamborghini Ferrari territory already to power to weight ratio. You touched
0: on something interesting. I guess I'd like to go a little bit further with that. You said, you know, these are kind of set up for tracking or racing, but you can build them for the street. Um... Does the kit come c- come with everything you'd need to make it street legal or how does that work? Is that an add-on? Because I would sure love to drive one of these to work every day when it's nice out.
1: Well, uh, yes. Um, um, we provide all the options that, uh, can, uh, that are available options that can make it street legal. And, of course, the rules for... Um, for registering assembled vehicles, which is what these are, Mm -hmm. vary a little bit from state to state. But typically, um, we would provide a uh, manufacturer certificate of origin for the frame. Uh, You would want to get the title from the donor vehicle from where the power plant came. You would want to get a certified weight. You would want to get some photos. Uh, It has to get in pretty much every state inspected by some police agency, and that's mainly to check that nothing is stolen. (laughs) You have have, you have to have good bills of sale and that sort of thing. Sure. And in some states, like Texas, for instance, you have to have after the car is finished you have to have it inspected by an ASC certified mechanic, which I think is a very good idea, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But not all states have that. In California, they have a list of 500 that uh, uh, hot rods and kit cars uh, that if you get on that list, you can pretty much uh, get it uh, certified there. But you have to get on the list. Okay. And, you know, other states have those other requirements. Some require windshield wipers and things like that. Yeah, every
0: state understood. Every state is different.
1: Yeah, but generally speaking, we've never had a kit yet that hasn't been able to get uh, registered for the street. Um, you,
0: you, when I look over your lineup of the cars you offer, I mean, just to the naked eye, they all look very similar. Can you kind of tell us the difference between, for example, like the Exotech versus? Um, the Rocket versus, obviously, the trike is a, a, a three-wheeler with the single rear wheel in the back. But, you know, what is the difference between the ExoTech, the the Atomic, the Rocket, and all of those?
1: Okay, well, the, the Rocket, Classic Rocket and the Rocket 2, uh, they use the um, engines out of the donor vehicle and um, the drive shafts, and they hook up to the kit supplied uprights and so the drive is kind of similar to what uh, it was in in the donut but except it's in a mid-engine condition in the case of the trike and the ExaBusa, well trike first of all, that's a three-wheeler it's a reverse trike and uh, the it's driven by a chain as, as the original bike. You, you take the swing arm and the rear wheel from the donor vehicle and you attach the swing arm to our frame and uh, mount the engine and then the chain drives the rear wheel. In the case of the ExaBusa, this is uh, a four-wheeler. It has the same kind of uprights and everything uh, that the Rocket and the Classic have. But um, instead of using uh, 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 the uh, conventional tr- transmission uh, set up with with the drive shafts coming from the from the transmission uh, there's uh, a chain that drive the chain that, that from the transmission drives a chain differential in fact we use quaif chain chain differentials these are very uh, uh, these are very expensive and uh, re- reliable type units which allows uh, the uh, drive shafts to fit into the chain differential so that's what that's the main difference um, but because you don't have the same weight in the Exabusa that you have in the C- Rocket Classic or the Rocket 2 the part of weight dif- differential, I- the part weight is a little bit better and they handle very well. There's very well, good dis- weight distribution in the Exobusa. The trike is, um, you know, three-wheeler, and you'd think it wouldn't handle very well because it's got one wheel in the back. We put a, a car tire on the back wheel. It's usually a 205, 40, 17, and uh, it's surprising how well they, they don't handle quite as well as the four- wheelers but it does handle very very fast the trike very fast indeed mm-hmm. um, I guess um, the, the exotech is actually uh, the exception to the rule what we did with the exotech the trouble is with the trike and the higher they don't have a reverse gear as such in in, in, in when compared to a, a conventional auto transmission mm-hmm what we do is uh, we provide a, a high-torque um, motor that engages a pinion that's attached outboard of the chain pinion, the transmission, which engages uh, the, uh, the car to go in reverse.
0: It offers a simple reverse.
1: It's a, a simple reverse, mm-hmm. but some people don't like that because it's not as efficient as a reverse that you'll see in a car. And so what we did is with we took the Exoboos frame and modified it to accept the 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 focus uh power plants with the with a conventional uh uh transmission. And uh that that has proved to be very attractive to some people. So
0: the Exotech runs a modified the modified Ford? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Very interesting. Um I guess a curiosity, if, if I wanted to put a rocket two or a rocket together, what kind of budget would I need?
1: Um, the kits themselves. Um, and you can give us a ballpark or a range. Yes, I will. i would be happy to do that. The kits themselves, if you're putting it together, okay, um, the kits themselves, including import duty and shipping from the U.K., are around about $10,000. Actually, a little bit less and a little bit more, depending which kid. Around about $10,000. Then you have to find yourself a donor. And there's probably a discussion that needs to happen about the donors in a minute. But anyway, you you find yourself a donor, and that'll cost you anywhere from, depending, usually, you you try and find a a good running (laughs) wreck. Right, right. You want the engine to be running. That's the key, because that's where the expense. Uh, if you have to start rebuilding engines, that can be expensive. Entirely possible, and we can help you with that. But it's uh, it's expensive. So you you know you can pay from fifteen hundred say to three thousand or something like that for your donor. So that gets that gets you out to say thirteen hundred dollars if you with all the options. You know, there's all kinds of options. You probably can add another two or three thousand. So altogether. You know fifty sixty, maybe seventeen thousand dollars is what you're looking at if you build it yourself,
0: even if we called it twenty thousand dollars plus labor, that's still a really neat way to get into an exoskeleton car when you look at like a comparable and I hate to throw this word out to you, but like an aerial atom, you're going to be at sixty seventy eighty eighty thousand dollars, and I would have to think yes, this would be yeah. every bit as much fun to drive,
1: yes, of course now the the um uh, in, 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 in 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 to be fair. The Aerial Atom has a 300 horsepower engine. Um, we we um, talked about horsepower already, Pete. Yeah, but but and and you know last year what we did is we put a two liter Eco Eco Boost motor that came out of a Ford Focus ST 2014 Ford Focus ST. And it has a little bit of tuning and it, it develops 300 horsepower. You
0: did that okay. in a rocket
1: or we, you did that in an Exobusa? That, that's, that's in a classic rocket. And in fact, we did an article actually on, in, in your magazine about that particular, we called it the Rocket Eager Beast. Mm-hmm. But that, that car, uh, okay, we talked about horsepower and it is really fast. Um, that car, uh, which has every option you can think of is, Probably about a $30,000 car altogether mm-hmm. uh, because it, 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 it had a lot, a lot of, of, of stuff, and that's probably what we'd sell them for. But you're still comparing 70 to 80, so you're less than half the cost. Right, uh, but it, if you wanted to build, and you know, if you wanted to build one with an a EcoBoost motor, maybe a one liter or one point six liter EcoBoost motor, then uh, you're probably looking at twenty grand, 20, 20 maybe twenty two, something like that. Right. So, uh, uh, if, if we were to do it, it would be thirty thirty plus.
0: The cost to fund ratio there
1: works out, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. I mm-hmm. mean, if you if you can get yourself Focus SVT, not too many of them around anymore, unfortunately, uh, but they are, uh, they only they build 40,000 of them in the, in the US, sorry, I beg your pardon, 10,000 in the US. And they are a, a beautiful uh, combination of, of power re- reliability because even though you can find them with 120,000, 150,000 miles, they're still a great. Uh, we've seen very few of them fail. Um, and they really are a great combination. They got a, a six-speed Gertrag, but the the Focus ZX3 also is a good is a good with the ZTEC Blacktop ZTEC two-liter. That's a really good engine as well. And you can also supercharge them and turbocharge them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You had a few minutes ago. You said you wanted to get back to the donor car. Is there something we left out there?
1: Well, I think. It's important to talk about that because if you're going to be building your own kit, you need to you th- need to think about what donor you're going to use. So the first thing you will do is decide, you know, what your budget is, and and what uh, what type of engine you want to use. That's the first thing. Once you've made that decision, then you can go uh, go online and start looking. Um, Copart is a good, uh, Copart is a, 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 an auto auction and you have to be a member but you can find people that will act as your agent. You have to cost you a couple of hundred bucks to do that. But you, you can see that you'll see, you know, good donors on there and you can pick them up for 500 to 1500 bucks quite easily. Um, and then the, the, the thing that you want to always Make sure that they're running, that the cars, the engines are running. That's Mm -hmm. very important. And then, you know, when you get the donor. And another thing I'd like to say, Jeff, is that before you start a kick car, it's important that you think about certain issues. Firstly, you know, it's not necessary that you have to be a really great mechanic. But it's important, I think, to say that you have some mechanical skills. Um, I wouldn't recommend um, somebody building a kit car that hasn't got a, a lot of interest in using tools and getting their hands dirty. <laughs> uh, kit cars are not um, Lego sets. None of them are. That's a good way to put it. They, they, they really aren't. You, you, you do get instructions that vary from kit car company to, to kit car company. But still, there's a lot of thought and brackets to make and this sort of thing. You don't need welding skills. Uh, What you will need is um, the use of rivnuts. Uh, You may or may not have heard of them, so you can actually bolt things into the frame rather than weld them. Having welding skills helps, but it's not very necessary. The type of tools that you need would be a reasonably good set of you know uh, uh, mechanics tools that don't have to be very special and uh, a rivnut uh, tool would be uh, essential and also the a, a double flaring brake tool, good quality brake tool because you're going to be doing all your own brake lines and that sort of thing hmm. uh, so uh, I would say that, and another thing you, you need to think about is a space to do it if you've got a garage that you can use um, is, that's good enough and, you know, a good set of jacks and th- that sort of thing, um, you, can, you can manage. If you've got a bigger shop, that's even better still. And, of course, a car lift is wonderful, but that's not something that many people have. No. wise, uh, what would it take an average person to, to put one of these
0: together? And, again, I understand that this varies greatly, but if I sat down and, and had all the time in the world and just went to work on this thing. What, what can I expect? Do you, do you have any idea?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, before I answer that question, uh, the probably the hardest thing and the longest thing to, to do is the wiring. And, uh, you know, um, um, many people have difficulty with wiring because it's important to, to understand Wiring diagrams, and because you're not going to use the wiring from the donor, um, you're you not can't. using the donor wiring. What you what are not do, using the You're wire- going to use. Well, uh, sorry, we're jumping around a bit. Sorry, you're going to use parts of the donor wiring. Okay. I mean, you, it is possible to modify the the original donor wiring uh, to, in, in in completeness. But it's a lot of work because what you have to do is strip everything down, uh, identify what you got, and then shorten and lengthen it, and this sort of thing. And it takes a lot of work. Then what yeah. we recommend is doing the uh, engine wiring, um, and 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 then you know using the the components from the donor, and then do the chassis wiring. Uh, separately starting from scratch and we provide a kit for that um which includes all the relays and the fuses and this sort of thing okay and it's actually it's it's quicker and better to do that than trying to modify the whole you know harness
0: right and because most back of it isn't is unnecessary anyway i would imagine especially the chassis wiring side of it
1: yeah. back to your question about the uh, time um it takes us, with the wiring and everything, about 300 hours to build a kit. And, and we think we know what we're doing. <laughs> I uh, would hope so. Yes, <laughs> we think we do. Uh, and, and it's a very important that you know Dove Racing has built all the kits and is very familiar with every aspect of the kit building. And when we sell a kit to a customer, they also buy our expertise so that they can... If they run into a problem w- with with anything, they can call us up and we can send them photographs, explanations, and uh, we've even actually sent people <laughs> out to to help where things went bad, especially with the wiring. But um, um we do provide uh, a completely comprehensive you know support. But back to your question, I would estimate if you knew what you were doing, and of course, the other thing is you want to take your time um, and do it right. Uh, it's a lot of pride in, in doing things yourself. I would say 500 hours would okay. be the, the, the a, 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 a good figure to use. If and most and some people, of course, they're working as well. They can't do it full time. So therefore, it's still taking 500 hours, but it's taking a longer period of time. Than just the five hundred hours because they're working and they can only do it weekends and that sort Starting of thing. Starting
0: and stopping, yeah. Getting yourself yes, organized exactly. over and over again.
1: So you may need to take a whole year to build a kit. Yeah, you know that. that- you know, with considering that, you know. So, you know, if you if you another another quality that you need is patience. There's going to be times when you get very frustrated. And you get times when you just don't think that it's possible to be able to solve the problem that you you have. This has happened to me many times. I believe you, and uh, it, it's it's amazing. You know, you sleep on it, make a phone call the next day, and it all falls into place. <laughs> but you have to have patience. That's a that's a something is a must.
0: I think it's got to be the the feeling of satisfaction when you're finally done and you sit in that seat and fire that thing up and and take it for its first ride. Though has to be. Has to be all well worth it.
1: Well, I think I think it's important to say that that you know at the end of the day, what you have is a, a, a totally radical car, uh, almost unique. But you know, half the fun is not just the driving; it's the building of it, and that's the way you should look at it. If you sort of think to yourself, "Well, I'd love to get, I'd love to own one of those things." and then you don't really anticipate enjoying much the building of it my advice to you is go and buy a corvette <laughs> instead. <laughs> that's good advice well
0: these are in my opinion really really neat cars i i would love to build one maybe i better start thinking about this i just have to figure out if i have 500 hours to spare um Pete, if we wanted to get a hold of you how would how would we do that what's what's your website or or phone or what's yeah, go, what's your preferred method there
1: yes, go to uh, w- first of all uh, our website is www.racing.net um our my shop phone is 903-989-2793 um, i have my mobile phone on me all the time it's 281-732 six zero one four. You can email me at Pdov at Skytex dot S K Y T E X dot net. And uh you know, happy to talk to you, Jeff. And and uh, we we uh we, we're not a big company. Uh, another thing I should say that we keep some kits in stock. Uh usually keep one or two or three kits in stock. Um and so your lead
0: time would be next to nothing if I did decide I wanted to that, start putting one of these if together if in my garage.
1: In See, for instance, right now we're going to have uh, a Rocket 2, an ExoBooza, a Trike, and uh, um, an Exotec in stock. I think uh, within the next month we'll have them in stock. We just actually sold our last kit we had in stock uh, last week. But, um, you know, if if a client is interested in any of our kits, we can get them, any one of the kits, within a three-month period.
0: Is uh, the Rocket yeah. 2, I've only seen renderings. Do you actually have any of those put together yet?
1: We, we don't because uh, uh, the, this is a brand-new kit, um, and it was only introduced last year. And the first one, the first Rocket 2 kit is currently in between Charleston and Miami on a container ship it'll be in Houston on the 22nd we will have it here um, by the 24th 25th of November
0: make sure you this- keep us posted on how that goes are you going to put that one together we- or what are you going to do with it
1: we're going to build it well unless, unless somebody comes along we got another rocket to ordered which will be in here December but uh what what we intend to do is 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 uh uh, we have a, a Focus SVT donor, and a nice Focus SVT donor already ready to go, and uh, we intend to build that Rocket 2 um, and, you know, carefully document. In fact, Jeff, we were talking to Brad about the possibility of providing you with a, an article for, you know, the build process of the Rocket 2.
0: Definitely. And As I'm saying, share the experience with us. We'd, yeah, we'd love we to will.
1: share it. We, we we and then uh, and of course we'll be taking a bunch of photographs. But th- the trouble is, as you say, there aren't any photographs out there really that uh, d- depicted. It is a fantastic Exo uh, uh, Sports cars did a really great job in developing that kid. I think they had some F1 engineers that were, they're friendly with that work for the Mercedes F1 team that helped them with the design of that. Uh, kit and uh, it is really superb. I think.
0: Yeah, that that says it all right there. That's an that's neat. I wish you had said that earlier, uh, Pete. Uh, we appreciate your time. We've we've gone a little over thirty minutes here. This is these are really really neat little exoskeleton cars. They can find you at Doveracing.net Uh Thanks for your time, Pete. And uh, we hope to talk to you again soon. Make sure you keep us posted on the rocket too.
1: Well, we've been we've we've been friends of of your magazine and your predecessor, uh, Steve Temple, uh, for a long time now. And they've done several tests of, of our vehicles over the years. So we intend to be remain good friends with you in the future. Thank yeah, you very much. I think much we're going so- to need to ro-
0: test that rocket too. You better make sure that that maybe we can make that happen, huh?
1: Well, you know, if you want to have some fun, Jeff – Come on down and we'll let you ride the uh, r- r- drive the ro- Rocket Eco beast and that, that's a trip that, that is a trip I can tell you.
0: <laughs> we'll make that happen. We're actually going to be in Dallas this spring so maybe we can make the trek
1: over. Look forward to that. Thank you very much.